Uh, we are joined today by head coach of the Nevada women's team, Amanda Levins. Amanda, thank you for joining us today. Before we start to talk about this past season, I want to talk to you about your first season, that run you guys made through the tournament, through the Mountain West tournament. What was it like coaching a team that wasn't projected to go far in the Mountain West tournament, but you guys were a few seconds away from an automatic berth in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, it was it was just a lot of fun. It's been awesome looking back with that group of players because I think everybody that was involved in it said that was their favorite memory of playing here, and to be a part of that is really special. Um, and we definitely were playing our best basketball at the end of the season in March, which as a head coach, you know, that's your goal for your program is that you're healthy at that point. You're playing well. You have a lot of confidence. And, you know, we were a very senior-heavy team that year. We had some seniors that really stepped up big for us and said, you know, we're just not ready to go home yet. And um, they just really left a great legacy on our program. Um, and then they, you know, earned a way to play in their first postseason appearance. You know, we had only we only had one player on our program that had ever played in the postseason, and it wasn't here at Nevada. So, you know, for those players to leave on that note and for the players that, you know, we returned this year to have that type of postseason experience, it was just really, really fun. And how big was that first year to really build your program? I mean, really solidify it and Obviously, after the first year, you got the contract extension and everything. How, how big was that first year for you guys? I mean, for us, coming in and watching film on the team before I was hired, I, they were not far away from being a team that played mm -hmm. in the postseason and competing for a conference right. championship. Um, and it was a huge reason why I really wanted to, you know, take this job was just I thought we had a lot of good pieces in place. And, you know, that credit goes to Jane Albright and her staff. They, they had those players here, and that success we had was – you know, none of really my own doing. I didn't bring those players here, but, you know, we had a special group that really bought into what we wanted to do, and I think they got our community excited about women's basketball, and obviously Coach Muss and his staff, they had the community already excited about basketball, so, you know, I think um, the opportunity to receive that contract extension was awesome, especially for us as we move forward with recruiting. Players always ask, how long are you going to be here? What are your plans? And I can say, hey, look, I'm really not going anywhere, and our contract speaks to that. Uh, now moving into this year, how difficult for you was it for you and the rest of the coaching staff losing so many key pieces? You guys brought in seven new players. Uh, what was that transition like? It was really hard to be honest. And you know, when in, in the middle of our second season, <laughs> you're talking to all these coaches that had taken over programs, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the second season is the hardest." And I was like, "I've never heard that before." Um, but it was because we had a mix of players that we had recruited, and we had a mix of players that we had inherited. And I think naturally that is just hard because the the players that were recruited by the former staff, it's human nature to feel like maybe you're not quite as important or looked as favorably upon because you were not recruited by that staff. Um, so there's just not naturally a, a great cohesion. And so, you know, as coaches, we worked hard to try to develop that. Um, and then we had, you know, two off-season dismissals of players that we were really counting on. And, um, you know, AJ Cephas played a lot for us the year before. She started a lot of games. And then Janelle Sumalong played a lot of minutes for us too. And we kind of scheduled accordingly in the preseason. And honestly, in hindsight, we were overscheduled because we just were not ready for that type of um, that type of preseason schedule that we endured. And you know, but I, I'm really proud of our team because we were really competitive this year, despite that. And um, as a coach, I tell you, players got a ton of experience. You know, we started a freshman almost every game this year. Um, our leading scorers, four through nine, were freshmen, and they all come back for us next year. So you know, we return a lot of pieces with great experience. Um, something we're going to need to learn how to do is win at this level, though. Right, and that's one. That's one thing I I definitely saw this year was you had a couple seniors that really kind of seemed like they led this team mm -hmm. and kind of took the younger freshmen under their wing. But we also had a lot of freshmen that stepped up and yeah. really played their part too. 
how how did you guys able to find that balance or was it just kind of something that happened well in the mix of it they just got to figure it out on the floor right. you know yeah. um and obviously Teray and jade had an amazing senior mm-hmm. seasons for us and they were really consistent they were players we could count on every night to score in double figures Teray would probably probably have close to double digit rebounds night in and night out yeah. and so you know our young players learned what that looks like but they also work so hard in practice like that didn't show up just on game night and so i think they really modeled how to play hard and, and work at this level and you know our young freshmen they were on the floor in a lot of close losses they were on the floor in a lot of close wins and so the, the experience that they that they got this year is going to hopefully help propel us next year because we're going to have a lot of new players next year too losing two key seniors who do you expect from this returning class to step up when it comes to scoring mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question. I think both Imani and Emma um, will be players, and we've already talked to them about this. Is like they we need to count on them to have double doubles every night, just like we did Teray and Tej the year before. Like they have to be close to that, and they need to fill in the gaps that we're losing in Kristen Durst and Teray, and they also have to get better defensively. I think that's a, the biggest adjustment um, for those guys coming high school to college. Is you know they they scored pretty well in certain games, they rebounded well. Um, they didn't do it consistently, but you also have to not give it up on the other end, and that was kind of the difference this year when they subbed in you know and Trey subbed out was Trey just understood like the scouting report aspect and tendencies of the other team and I think that's something they'll both be a lot better at next year um from the guards I mean I think Essence played a lot of minutes for us um I think you'll see Amaya do a lot of things better this after development this offseason and Deja is somebody that's pretty like electrifying and athletic um we're really going to try to develop her footwork and, and skilled fundamentals this offseason because her whole life I think she's been able to you know, get by on being faster, being, you know, quicker. And then, you know, Michaela, for us, she got, uh, Michaela Christian, she got eligible, like, the week before our first game. And so she hadn't mentally prepared, I don't think, to play the season. She probably, she came in a little bit injured. And so having an entire offseason for her, um, right now she'll be our lone senior. And I think sometimes your seniors provide you a great sense of urgency because this is our last go-round. So, you know, I think she'll be somebody that we can count on next year also. How different is it from year one having a ton of seniors to now year three, about to be year three with only one senior? Yeah. Does your coaching change at all? No. You know, what I'm probably most excited about is now that this, this upcoming year, the team will be full of players that we've recruited. And so the relational piece and the trust that you have with each other, I mean, it's so important when you are out there and you're running them, you know, or you're pushing them and you're asking them to get uncomfortable for their teammates and for the coaching staff. And now they look at you and they know it's because you really care about them. You know, when you inherited players, you know, our first year in our success, um, we didn't have that deep relational piece because we didn't recruit any of those players. Like those players did it because they wanted to win, you know. And so now I feel like hopefully our team will be bought in. They want to play for the, their teammate next to them, want to play for their coaches, want to play for their community, and they also want to win. And that's when you, I think you can have a special team. Yeah, this past season, um, three-point shooting is kind of low. Yeah. But um, at ASU in 2001, you broke the single-season three-point mm-hmm. shooting. So – how does that work with the team that's kind of low around three-point? But for the coach, I mean, yeah. three-point specialist. So is this something you work on, yeah. or is it kind of just play yeah. your strengths? I mean, I think definitely we need to work on it, but also you need to recruit it. You yeah. need to recruit people that are good shooters. I think you can improve it a little bit. Um, something else that will improve our percentage is, like, shoot shot selection. You know what I mean? And I think our freshmen will all – make a big jump in field goal percentage. It's, it is a big jump from high school to college. And we're going to bring in a lot of new faces this spring, And um, but we are recruiting, you know, shooting because it was a big weakness for us this year. And ultimately, like, you have to hit shots. Yeah. You know, as coaches, we can run the be- best p- play in the right. world to get you a wide-open shot, right. but if you don't make it, it doesn't really matter what we run. So it is about hitting shots offensively. 
So when you were at a, when you were an associate head coach at ASU, were you involved in any of the recruiting, or has this mm -hmm. been like your first like go around in recruiting? No, 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 no. We're all very heavily involved in it. So what if, what if as now the head coach? What are your biggest takeaways from like this upcoming recruiting class? Uh, yeah. Are you happy with the class? Um, is there still more pieces to add? There's still more pieces to add. You'll see us probably sign a lot, new, a lot more players this spring. So um, obviously we can't comment on it until. Right. We get um, their officials, mm -hmm. official signatures back in, but um, you know I think for us it's it's challenging when you when you're not selling a rich tradition of success. And here in Nevada, we have never won a conference championship. We've never played an NCAA tournament. So we are recruiting players that are bought into our vision and what we're trying to build here. Versus like, hey, you know, we won ten conference championships. It's a different animal, a little bit. You know, coming from ASU, we had been to like 13 straight postseasons and four straight NCAA tournaments. And so you're selling like a history of success and a proven track record. And so that's one thing I think we're trying to use to our advantage here is that, you know, as a head coach and as an associate head coach at ASU, like my track record is building programs and winning. But you have to do that with the right types of people. You have to bring in the right types of, you know, staff. You have to bring in the right types of student athletes. And um, that's what we're really targeting. And honestly, you know, we've lost out on some kids we really wanted, but, you know, we're just not there yet to be able to seal that deal, you know. Right. So I just think every year it's going to get a little bit easier. And having your own players in your system, they're your best recruiters too. You get kids to campus yeah. and they meet the team. They're like, man, I really want to play with her. I liked her. <laughs> so that's that's helping us as well. So as, you know, as you're taking your program forward, a lot of buzz is around campus, um, especially last year and even this year mm -hmm. with the success you're having with the team. Um, do you think, you know, this upcoming year, as people are starting to wonder, do you think this is the year you're going to make that push, you know, to maybe that postseason NCAA tournament, you think, or do you think it's coming yeah. next year's? Yeah, uh, I mean, I would love it to be this year. Yeah. And, you know, there's just so many factors that have to go your way. Knock mm -hmm. on wood, we stay healthy. You know, knock on wood, the spring signing class goes as planned. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if everything goes as planned, we'll only be losing one senior, maybe two next year. So, you know, this freshman class that is here this year, the five players, We've talked to them about you're the foundation of this program. Like we're going to build around right. you. We want them to be here for four years. We want them to graduate from Nevada. We want them to help us get to our first NCAA tournament. They're really taking a lot of ownership of that. So I feel like yes, this year we can have a we have a chance to have a great season. Our goal this next year is to play in the postseason in March. Whether that's the WBI, the WNIT, right. obviously we'd love for it to be an NCAA tournament. And then the fourth year, same thing. And then every year after that, that's our goal is to play in a postseason tournament and compete for a conference championship. Obviously, you saw the idea of in your first year competing in the w, WBI. So um, was it a little bit just was it a little bit disappointment in, for the players who came back from last year to not reach the postseason tournament? I think so. I think everybody in our program was pretty disappointed in our year, you know, and it started in the preseason. You know, we have to go into the Mountain West play with a winning record, and we didn't. So all season you're just playing from behind, and um, that's what we did our first year. We were 7-4 and four in the preseason, and, like, we have to go in with a winning record, and, uh, like, our team already knows that. That was, like, the first thing we said in our team meeting, like, when we came back to work out this spring. So, um, yeah, and I also, like, don't want our team to ever expect to have a spring break. Like, I want them to think we're playing in March Madness and yeah. just in, during spring break. Like, right. we're not going anywhere to hang out. Yeah. That means we didn't have a great season. Last season, you guys scheduled a pretty difficult preseason. Was that the plan going into into the season to schedule yeah. a lot of tough opponents? It was because of the year we had and what we had returning, and I felt really good about the new players we were bringing in. And obviously, like I mentioned, we dismissed two players that were going to play a lot of minutes for us. We played a lot of freshmen early, um, and we just, you know, I probably overscheduled in hindsight. But through that overscheduling, I mean, you got a lot of experience with a lot of, like we've been saying, younger 
players that's going to eventually mm-hmm. get them ready for this upcoming year and years yeah. to come. So Absolutely. And I think, you know, when I when we go in and recruit, we say, like, we're going to schedule mm-hmm. teams that, like, you're going to want to play. And for us to become a really good program, you have to play good teams. You don't just play teams that you're pretty sure are going to win and right. win 20 games and you're not prepared to win a conference championship. Like, that's not our goal. And that was one thing I learned at Arizona State is, like, Charlie Turner for she schedules the best teams. They played Baylor this year. They played Louisville, you know, and they go to the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. like, that has always worked favorably for them. Um, with such a young team this year, why I say, you know, I, I don't feel good about overscheduling is because they also needed to experience success, you know, and mm-hmm. so it's hard to build confidence when you're not winning and you're not having success. So there, there's a really fine balance of that. But, you know, next year they'll be a little more seasoned, I think, and just – better ready to handle failure if we experience it at any point. I know the schedule is not released yet, but any is this upcoming preseason schedule going to be as difficult as last year's? I think so. I mean, in different ways. Um, yeah, you know, I think it'll be. we have an exciting uh, group of home games. We, we have some good opponents coming in for a Nugget Classic, and then we have some good road games that will be really challenging and hopefully get us ready for Mountain West Conference play, which is our goal with that schedule. Through two years of coaching, what do you, what do you think is the most difficult away venue to play in? It's difficult away venue in the conference. Yeah. Um, I think our team loves going to the pit. You know, mm-hmm. they have, a, they always have a great amount of fans and um, they love their team, you know, but at the same time, they're like educated basketball fans too. You know, you've been in venues where like fans are yelling, like things about rules that aren't in our game. You know, for a long time, we didn't have the 10 second backcourt and you go mm-hmm. to venues and they're like 10 seconds and you're like, oh, that's not a rule in yeah. our game, you know? <laughs> so I think that their fans, um, like they love good basketball and they're also like just respectful to our team. So that's been a fun venue. I love the amount of fans they get and things like that. Um, I think Boise was fun this year. They had, I don't know what type of promotion it was, but they had a great crowd and, you know, it was a good venue for us. So, and then obviously anytime you go to UNLV, it's, it's just a tough environment and uh, it's, they're pretty, pretty invested in their team and really like to give our players a hard time. So I think it's a great, you know, fun for our players to experience. I want to talk to, about uh, a thing that happened your first year when UConn came. Mm-hmm. What was that like to see 7,000 plus people? At the time, it was the most attended women's basketball game in the state. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that like for you? Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking I could get used to that every game you know, here in Reno. Um, and what was cool about it was I think probably of those 7,000 whatever fans, probably 4,000 of them had never seen us play. So they got to experience our team, how we wanted to play. Um, and, you know, our team played really well, shot the ball well, and it was amazing. And also for our community to bring in at the time, you know, the best team in the last 10 years of women's basketball, for them to experience that, I just think that's an amazing thing to watch first firsthand in your community. And, you know, going back to scheduling, what you guys brought up, like, we want to bring in opponents like that. And maybe we're not ready to beat UConn, or maybe we're not ready to beat Oregon or Mississippi State, but if they'll come to Reno and play us, like, how great for our community and what a great experience for our student-athletes to play one of the best teams in the country. Right. And then looking looking forward to, um, to next year and with, you know, the lineups and everything that you guys have set in place, what can the fans and the student body and everyone kind of really focus on uh, next year and expect for this? You know, I just think that we're going to continue to be a fun team to watch. If anyone has not seen us play, we play hard. We play fast. Yeah. Um, we're aggressive. I think we have great team basketball, and we're a team that, like, is never going to quit. Um, we, like, just stay with things, and so I think that's fun. Um, I think you'll see our team having fun and enjoying it. 
Um, and next year, I just I think we're going to be a little bit better because of you know the experience we have this year. Obviously, we're going to miss our players that we lost this year, but we'll be a little bit different. We'll play a little bit um, maybe different style in the half court than you saw us this year, just because of our personnel. But it's a great environment. Um, you know, it's probably the cheapest ticket in town for the value that you're going to get. Right. I think last year's season tickets were less than four dollars a game if you buy them. It's a great family. Um, event. Our team comes out after the game and is accessible to the people that come out and support us. They sign autographs. They talk to you. They'll take pictures with you and your children. Um, so it's just, it's it's different. It's not like security and you can't get anywhere right. near the team. So it's it's a really different um, environment than, you know, say like an NBA game. You guys suffered four close losses and by close, I mean under four points. Do you guys use that as like, is it frustrating that you guys couldn't close it out, or is it use it like as like as like a motivation point, like saying if you did these things yeah. right, yeah, we would have different yeah. outcome, we would have won the game. Yeah. So the the first year here, we it was the same thing. It was like, gosh, we we lose, we lost several close games in the Mountain West play by like you know four or less points, and every time we just go back and say, hey, look, you know, if you do this, this, and this differently, you win by four points. And so there's so little difference in winning and losing. And having an older team, like they were like, oh yeah, we can do those couple things right, and that was to our to our advantage in the Mountain West tournament. And then all of a sudden we did those things right, and we win those games, you know. And this year we took kind of a very similar approach, um, but you know, again, we were right there. And in the value of the way you finish in conference play is huge because we gave Boise probably the best game in the conference tournament. We we're right there. We had to lead the fourth mm -hmm. quarter and. Um, you know, maybe if we don't play them second, it's different. Maybe we do through the championship game, you yeah. know, because the way we were playing at that time, I do think we were playing our best basketball, but, you know, you just run out of games to continue playing. You can't put yourself in that position. You mentioned, boys, you played them tough three out of the four mm -hmm. last times you played them. Is that like, okay, we extra motivation, we're playing the number one team in the conference. Yeah. Like, is there is there something like extra you tell the team when you play them or? No, not at all. I mean, we go in with the same approach and focus on what we need to do and, like, you know, specific scouting report stuff for that opponent. But I think our team believes that we can beat anybody we play. You no, know, and obviously being so close to them, like, every time we play them, you know, I think our team believes, like, obviously we can compete with them. But, it, you know, winning is a different story, and we have to do a few things better to, to beat a team like that. And they're going to be really good next year. They bring everybody back, and they had a transfer, a six four kid from Oregon. So they lost Hermita, one of their guards, and Joyce Harrell. But other than that, like, they're going to be really good. Do you see rivalry building with Nevada and Boise State? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. All right. Well, thank you. Yep.